All right, what is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode here on the Lure Lab, a part of the Serious Angler Network. And as always, I am your host, the Captain Andrew Full. And today we are diving into a new bait out to the market and everything that I think it will pair with well to be a trailer and also how to fish it as a standalone lure. So there's going to be a um, cool topic discussion today on this and i want to know down in the comments if you're tuned in here on youtube that if you plan on using this bait or if you're not going to use it at all um it's really cool it's going to be a rapala bait that we're talking about as we know they came out with a few new soft plastic lines that were designed and developed by jacob wheeler over on the bass pro tour and major league fishing the BPT. So we're talking about Rapala Crush City Customs soft plastics today, particularly the cleanup crop. But before we dive into that, I just want to see how everything's going. And one of my favorite things to look at when it comes to soft plastic baits is, are they versatile? What do I think will be good with them? And how will it hold up and how durable is it? So we're going to kind of walk through that as well. We're going to put it on a few different baits here and go from there. So like I said, we're talking about the Rapala Crush City Customs Cleanup Crawl and particularly Green Pumpkin Blue. I have two colors of it. Um, I have this one and then I believe it's Albino White. I believe it comes in 17 different colors. You can pick them up right over on Omnia. Um, I don't know if they have every color in stock, but there's a lot of good colors there. And I think this bait is going to replace a couple baits in my lineup because it does look like it's going to be an extremely versatile bait here. So let's get it out of the package. So the reason why I was intrigued by these is one, the way they look. And I know somebody who's actually fished them and says that they're really good. So that was the main reason. The first thing right out of the package I noticed they have a great smell to them. So it says here that they are salt scented infused. So, and I don't think they will tell us what the scent is, although we know that it is not safe for human consumption so or pet consumption. So make sure you don't try and eat it. But the color that we're going to be looking at today is green pumpkin blue. And you will notice that on this bait, we have a rib section here. That's where your hook point's going to go. If you Texas rig it, it's got these cool little reverse flanges coming off or like fingers, cross spines off the side. You're going to notice here, if you separate it, oh, this plastic feels very durable. Um, this is the first time I've actually taken it out of the package besides taking pictures of it. So I haven't really messed around with it all that much. I've got some uh, flanges here on... The tail, so as that flutters down, these are going to kick really aggressively, I'm going to assume, as it's fluttering based on what application you're using it and what trailer and what bait you want to put it on. But uh, green pumpkin blue is always a good color to catch a lot of fish. So if you want to start on a baseline of colors, anything green pumpkin and kind of find your favorite fleck to go with it. And this green pumpkin blue actually has some green fleck in it, some black fleck. Some great contrast. I think this bait's going to fish really, really well standalone. So I think that's where we'll start. Um, 
It looks like it's going to pair up really well with like a three or a four-out hook. I have just a generic four-out here. And yes, I'm going to abuse this one piece of plastic and rig it multiple different ways. So if you're tuned in on YouTube or if you're um, listening on your favorite podcast platform, make sure you go over to YouTube after you listen through this episode and uh, look at the way that we're rigging here. So this is just your standard EWG hook. Uh, it's a four-out which looks like it's going to pair up pretty well with this bait. So I'm going to rig it here in a second. Yeah, it's going to pair up really well. So this is just going to be your standard Texas rig, non-flipping. I think you're going to be able to punch this as well. I would go with like a three-out or a four-out punch hook, whatever your favorite is. So let's get this rigged up here. And really, I only bought one pack of these, so I don't know. I don't want to waste a bunch of them because I want to get some more. But So you're going to rig it here. Put it through. Like I said, there's these little spines. You got to make sure you put it on here straight. Oh, yeah, that looks good on a, on a four-out hook. So this is what it looks like on a four-out hook without any line connecting without Texas rig weight. But it's a bulkier piece of plastic. It's kind of thick through the center here. And then as you texpose it, it's got these ribs on top that automatically push down, like when you thread that hook through. It's pretty covered up, and they seem pretty soft enough that they will tear when a fish bites. So that's intriguing to me. I'll be worried about to see how impactful that will be hooking the fish with it. But I think this bait's going to work really well. Texas rig. You might want to go with a slightly larger flipping hook, like maybe even a five-out. See if it will fit in there really well when you want to punch with some braid. Because it, it does have a little bit thicker body and what seems to be a little bit tougher plastic you might want a little bit extra gap in that hook to help penetrate through when you set the hook onto a fish just my train of thought here so texas rigging would probably be the first way that i will fish the cleanup craw with an ewg probably like a three-eighth or even a half ounce tungsten weight I think it'll go great fishing around docks and sparse vegetation you might even be able to get away with like like a three sixteenth or an eighth and maybe even swim it over top of grass so that'll lead into the next thing here right so you can put it on a swim jig or what a lot of people love to throw craw trailers on i apologize in advance i thought i took off this uh hook guard but apparently i did not there we go so this is that new um evergreen not evergreen z-man original chatterbait i believe it is the evo yeah the evo chatterbait elite evo which has all kinds of new upgraded specs and we're going to talk about this one here on a lure lab episode here coming up but so let's measure out our bait here and see which way we want to rig it so if we're trying to imitate a crawl we'll probably go flat if we want to try to imitate a bluegill we would rig it horizontal like this um, I think that'll work good. So for now, I'm just going to imitate a craw, which works really well as imitating a bluegill as well, no matter which way you thread it on here. Hmm. I think I'm going to go rib side down, which is probably wrong, but because I want it. So little trick, I, if you want to create elevation, I think by putting 
the curved side down like this, the rounder side, that helps almost create lift and give it a little bit more shimmy and roll. And of course, I will always trim my chatterbait skirts, and I just pulled this one out of the package, so I didn't trim it. But trim it to about right around the hook so it's not in the way of these flanges, these kicking flanges here on the cleanup crop. This looks like it'll be a really good chatterbait trailer. It's very streamlined. You trim out some of these skirts, thin out your chatterbait trailer here, and that's going to work really well as a bluegill or crawfish imitating. I think that's going to create a lot of secondary thump. And because we rigged the bait upside down with the curved side to the bottom of the bait, that's going to help create a little bit more list and secondary action in that chatterbait. I think this is going to be a really good chatterbait craw for those who like to put a crawfish bait on the back of their chatterbait next bait that i think the cleanup craw will be really really good as being a trailer on is just your standard flipping jig so you're going to take your favorite flipping jig thread it on there first let's see that that might be too big so let's see let's test its durability real fast so look actually breaks relatively clean so i ripped off about to the second rib. So here's the head of it. Ripped off to about the second rib. And it ripped off really clean, but it's tough. It's a really tough plastic. So I think this is going to stand up to quite a few fish when you catch one if you're just flipping it or using it as a trailer. So let's thread it on here. And this little bait is becoming a victim of abuse. So we're threading it on your jig here. And once again, this is just... Another flipping jig that I did not trim because I pulled it right out of the package to show you how it would look as a jig trailer. But by trimming it down, now you just have the claws here and you can actually rip these guys off pretty easily too to make it really streamlined. But I think this is going to be a really, really good skipping jig trailer, even a swim jig trailer. Um, with the swim jig, because you have these flanges, you have to be cognizant and that's going to cause your bait to rise up and run really high in the water column and i think this is gonna be something that replaces like a zoom um i can't think of the name of the bait right now the speed speed crowd like the ultra vibe speed crawl i think this could be something or reaction innovation twerk it's kind of got a similar profile to that real streamlined real good rotors on the flanges of the bait so i think these are some of the things that you can put it on. Another bait that might work really well, too, if you want to ride it real high with, like, a white color, would be a buzz bait. It'll work as a really good bed bait. It's going to have a lot of secondary action as it sits there because of the, the ribs and the kicking parts of the tail. Oh, that's one thing I just noticed as we're looking at it here. Um, on a lot of other baits on the market, you will notice that these kickers on the back of the bait will be the same length in what Rapala did here. And I'm assuming Jacob Wheeler made them two different sizes. So when this bait hits the ground, it's going to cause not just a good kicking motion. It's going to be an uneven kicking motion to make it look even more natural. But that may also allow these to fall to the side slightly. I think that's going to create a little bit more even, more, I guess it'd be an even, very even kicking motion but it's going to be out of rhythm so it's smooth so it's going to look more life like more natural more 
unmechanical, so a non-mechanical kicking. So therefore, it's going to help produce a lot more bites. Now, I want to talk about setups, like universal setups that you can use with this bait. And a lot of these, like jigs, swim jigs, buzz baits, flipping, an expensive combo that I'll use is, um, and I've talked about it in another episode, is probably my new favorite bait casting really is a zillion SV in 8.5 is about the speed I use all the time when I'm flipping sparse grass or skipping docks. And then Alpha Angler Zilla, which is going to be a 7.3 medium heavy all around rod. You can throw swim jigs on it. You can throw chatter baits on it. If you're up tight to cover, you can throw a jig. You could Texas ring. You could throw braid. It's going to be the best multiverse rod if you want something that is a little bit on the higher end. You can go pick it up, cast it around, have ultra smooth, real, make really long casts, good smooth skips. That would be that setup that I would use. Now, on a cheaper side, I'm going to pull it in here. Uh, the real first I will use is going to be like a 7.2 or an 8-geared SLX or about $99. And then the rod I would pair it with is going to be the 7.3 or the 7-foot Dobbins Rods Fury Casting. So I've used a lot of Fury products back in the day. They're great rods for the price point, $129. Can do just about anything you want with those rods from the same thing as I mentioned with the Alpha Angler Zilla. Uh, you can flip, you can pitch, you can throw a spinnerbait, a swim jig, a frog flip this standalone it's gonna help you put a lot of fish in the boat so don't sleep on that high-end package or even that low-end package if you're looking for a more an entry-level uh, rod and reel combo under 250 dollars now the do it molds you know we haven't i don't think we've done one here in a while do it molds juice of the week so the do it molds juice of the week would be with the Rapala cleanup craw because they come in pretty much solid colors is to have spike it markers in your boat. The spike it markers are going to help or the dyes are going to help. If you see like the bluegill swimming around in the water and they have a little bit of chartreuse on the tail, or you catch that large mouth and you throw them in your live well or on your deck and he spits up a crayfish and you notice that crayfish is like that olive color or green pumpkin brown with some orange. You can color up and dip the tails to help you try to get a few more bites. One of the things I think is extremely necessary in a boat is scent and dye. I have all kinds of them in my boat because you never know which ones the fish are keen on that day. Um, practice periods help a ton or when you're just out fun fishing i find scent doesn't matter which scent it is it's just if you have confidence in it i feel like you're just going to get more bites and that's the same thing as it goes with always with fishing the more confidence you have the more bites you get in the long run so as always if you're tuned in on youtube please hit that subscribe button leave a comment down below about the cleanup craw and if you plan on using it i think i'm going to be buying a lot more of these i only bought two packs they look really intriguing to me i love the durability of it i like the looks the smell is great yeah i think they're going to catch a lot of fish
Two, if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast platform you're tuned in and listening on, please leave us a review if you can do so. We appreciate it as always. And if you want to, down in the description, hit that Serious Angler link to help support us on the show. We greatly appreciate it by you just leaving a thumbs up, subscribing. But you can also, if you're huge fans of the show, you can go check out our apparel section that we have and sign up for our newsletter that we try to get out on a weekly basis. Bailey's in charge of that. He does a great job between working and then the whole podcast platform. The guy is an animal and I appreciate him daily. And same with Deacon. Be on the lookout for next week's episodes and we will see you then.